You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind. Hardcore podcast, down one man right now. I know. Tom is having more fun than we are. <laughs> Definitely. No question about it. Uh, this is Patrick. And this is Bob. And this is, uh, what do they call it when uh, like a, a crisis team comes in? Oh, yeah. You know, this this is clean up, everybody, because uh, we not lost. That, not that ice raid kind. No, not that type. Which everybody, everybody. I'm going to slow down. I know that all of our listeners, well, maybe there's an exception Let's somewhere. Say, yeah, that's oh, yeah, hard to say. 99% yeah. of you uh, are either in the abolish ice camp or the uh, this needs major reform now camp. Uh, I would be shocked to learn that many of you are supporters, but uh, this is from a purely practical, not a magnanimous place, not an open-hearted place. It's a purely practical place having worked uh, kind of uh, labor jobs in my life. You know, it's not sustainable to uh, kick out working people. It's, it's just like, I know the take on this is a humanitarian take that it's, it's inhumane to, to, <gasps> yes. to, to remove people from a place that they've established a life. And I more than agree, Yes, but it, it is just, I don't, there's an unintended consequences thing happening here <laughs> where I don't think, I think that he, even the reddest of red are right. not putting together. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the, uh, yeah, we're starting. We didn't plan to start no, political, but we're going to go there real quick. Don't uh, don't not pay attention to the shit that's going on right now. Still, yeah, and you can have fucked up right now. You can have a total fucking myriad of feelings on any part of it you want, but like, uh, firstly, be be humane, be a human being. That's good, and then also be a practical person, which is to say, um, speak to a farmer. <laughs> speak speak to anybody who you rely on who they rely on perhaps undocumented or no no questions asked workers and is that a problem in and of itself yeah that could very well be for sure there's a lot of injustice there but i'm just we're it's it's on our mind because we passed what looked like an ice raid and we we're just thinking yeah, about how how embarrassing this shit is so anyway that's that's your uh, political drop, boom for for the for the podcast. Now we can get into the bullshit. Seriously, how do we how do we get there? Uh, let's start with our sponsors really quick. Oh well, 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 hold on. We didn't say what the crisis was. Oh yeah, let's get into the crisis. This was a bad day. I Sunday had a, evening. I had a bad week, everybody. So we recorded an epic 
recording. Yeah. Like we just recorded and recorded and recorded. And then I went home and I did, I take full responsibility for this. I took the no tolls way home. No, dude, you did really? I did. And Is that nine? What's that? Nine? Nine what? Going home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you go from like, 201 tonight yeah, like yeah, the, the, yeah. it's a lot to be honest there's just quite a few weird little changes before you hit what's the proper hudson valley that's true so everybody we record typically uh in Bro- or in uh, queens, queens and uh i had come down from upstate for this particular recording so i had to drive back upstate and i could have had a brain in my head and do the thing that I advise everybody, which is after a certain hour, you just fall asleep in, 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 on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't that late. It was right on the line of when... Literally I, on the line. You would yeah. have gotten home right before the witching hour of 2 a.m. Right, right, where I start to feel like, oh no, I can't go any further. So I was right on the line. And to be honest, this one wasn't on me. I So if you were familiar with although I blame myself for the decision to go the non-toll roads. If, you, if you're driving in New York State or Jersey mm-hmm. or Western Massachusetts, mm-hmm. it, deer is a situation. And Especially this time of year. Holy fuck. And when you take those, not, those dimly lit non-toll roads, they're not highways. We're talking about state routes. Yep. Uh, I... Go, and I wasn't going that fast because it's, it's nerve-wracking. So let's say I was going 50 miles per hour. 50 miles per hour, I had to, it's a two-lane. Had to change lanes more than once because a deer was stopped dead in the road staring into traffic. Twice. And then somebody else stopped abruptly. I stopped abruptly. And this was in the last half hour of my drive, basically. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, everything in the vehicle went flying forward, including computer. This led to a lot of headaches. Uh, this is why everybody, when you get on the phone with the Apple people and they say, did you back it up? And you sheepishly go, no, well, no, I backed it up like three weeks ago. And they go, well, yeah, right. So uh, so everybody, we lost a lot of fucking shit. Uh, apologies to the band that we interviewed, which, uh, was, yeah. which was a really, I didn't know if we were going to leak that or wait until we were going to get them again. But, oh, yeah, uh, maybe cut that then. Whatever, whatever, we'll get them again. We had a great interview. It was actually a really fulfilling interview yes, with, with two sharp kids, and uh, I feel bad that I feel like I wasted their time. Yeah, but we lost. Uh, what did we lose? Uh, about about nine hours. That's what I would say. I would say eight yeah. to nine. Yeah. So it uh, that's a very frustrating. And so, somebody said it last night. I said, "Yo, the other day I was emotional in a way that I don't get emotional." Right. Uh, and they said, what was going on? And I said, I don't know. I just like, uh, I lost all these files. <laughs> and they smartly pointed out, damn, you got like a pretty good life. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, that's probably true. You know what I mean? That, that's probably true. But uh, I was hella emotional. And as I talked about on Worst Possible Timeline, when you mm. don't sleep mm. and you are agitated. Yeah. Holy shit. Fucking emotions come running. What? Like, That's new for you. I, d- I think it speaks well to your sleep habits. I sleep. I got to get six. If I don't yeah. get six, the day's a wash. Fuck it. I'm not doing anything productive. Uh, I don't want eight because that seems like a lot of time in a bed. But it might seem, it might be. It's all right. Yeah, it I might be. It, I need I eight. I it's all right. It might be. I need eight. So yeah. long story short, I got like three. 
and was highly emotional, like raw nerve motherfucker sort of thing, yeah. which is very rare for me. Yes. And uh, so I, I, I had this, I had this moment where <laughs> I was acting like real wild all day, dodging people was that, that were yesterday, two days ago, two, two, two. Days ago. Okay. yesterday I started to feel better. Yeah. Two days ago, uh, I was raw nerve in a way like where it was like I avoided people that I need to talk to right. because I felt like, oh, I'm not myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm a little wild right now. And then late into the evening, I was like, yo, what is going on? I'm like pregnant lady level up and down you know what i mean like going from like warm feelings about the world and like feeling productive i got some work done yeah. all this bullshit and then feeling like yo but i'm gonna burn this motherfucker down fuck this and getting really crazy and then i was like oh this is what happens when you don't sleep so this is my new crusade everybody you gotta sleep i know you don't want to i don't want to you gotta sleep important yeah I mean, uh, yeah, like I'm a, a I'm a, I can I can do five. I can do. <laughs> See, that's parenthood shit, but I can't do it. Well, you know, it's not even my kid sleeps mm. long. Good for him, but uh, you know, but it's in blocks. But my trick is when I'm tired, I just go to sleep. Yeah, good trick. <laughs> I just go to sleep. Recently, I thought something was really wrong with me because it would hit like two in the afternoon, and I was tired. I'm like, no, oh. you know, lay down. Yeah. I'm like. Maybe I got cancer. Oh, that's that's where like, you went. I like, would have. I like would have been third like, degree. Like I'm <laughs> fucked up. Uh, no. Uh, I worry that. But like, I I went not to the doctor. But okay, I'm feeling yeah. better. So all right, very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, but no, I just would. All right, it's two o'clock. I'm gonna go to sleep now. All right. This is where Tom would interject and be like, "You assholes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, at work at two. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but you know what? Uh, going to taking those naps totally works for some people totally invigorates them it puts them back on the right track every nap i've ever taken in my life felt like like uh, somebody was doing something to me I, it's weird because it's almost at any point in my life like a nap is nice i'll take it but i've had that the the heat sweat nap when you wake oh. up and you feel like it's oh. the worst it's garbage uh but these have been weird like pass out for 45 minutes to an hour and 20 and be like all right shake it off and kind of it doesn't it's kind of like uh, passing out in a fog. Yeah, exactly. So it's right. a weird thing, but but yeah, sleep important. I watched when I was in that state. So I finished the script and I was like, "Oh, I'm productive. I'm killing it. Good." And then I fell into a thing where I watched. Speaking, this is germane to waking up in a in, in a sweaty when your face is all dewy and all that. Uh, Must have watched ten uh, YouTube videos of converting a Dodge, no, a Ford Transit. Okay, yep, that, yep, does that, yep, does that yep, sound yep, correct? Yes, the, the, the vans. Yeah. The vans, but there's a shortened version that goes, uh, that's usually just for uh, like like a handyman and yeah, work, work people, stuff, right? Plumbers, yeah. Like it, it's not the connect, it's not the, it's something, right? Yeah. Um, so people that live in, in vans, typically like space mm -hmm. and that one affords you no space. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you've got to, uh, you've got to basically it's a bed and then you do your cooking yeah. outside. Uh, yeah. On the outside you flip and, it open. And, uh, I got to confess after I was radicalized after a few hours. You were in. I mean, I was totally You're ready. I was 100% <laughs> okay. it. Um, 
you can make like a nice kind of custom bed situation loft. Uh, you know, there was one lady that had, she had me sold cause everybody does wood inside. So it looks nice. It just looks, looks really nice. You yeah. know? So, uh, I don't know. I, if anybody's got a hookup with that, let me know. This is where we're at with life app update. You're this, looking for vans. This is, this is honestly, I was like, when I lost those files, I was like, yeah, South, I was like South Carolina living in a van. I was like, what can you do for money on the water that mm, I don't got to mm, fish? Mm, mm, you know what I mean? Uh, you can clean boats. I'm That's a boat a cleaner. One. Have friends who did that around here. Nice, boat. nice summer. Boat. You're then off through the winter. Done. Which maybe that's you can figure that out. Done. Uh, when I saw you talking about doing manual labor in Southern South Carolina, when we're in between recordings today, mm. we'll go look out on my side yard where I had to pull weeds uh -huh. from, from rock, like yeah. a rock lawn. <laughs> You have a rock lawn? On that side. Okay. Yeah. This whole lawn used to be all rocks. Like, no shit. You know, yeah, it's, it's, what do they get? People think they're in Arizona? No, it's a thing around here. You really? Know I mean? Yeah, you'll see it. A couple houses down, they got it. But back here, and I had to pull weeds eight hours, mm. like maybe 15 yards. Hold on, everybody. This is some old guy shit. How's your lower back? Oh, okay. <laughs> not not great. I yeah, was out there sitting, great. and I'm like, I stand up and do the like weird hunch of a thing, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then the next day, I just sat in a car for 15 hours. Yeah, so well, that that's was, that was super fun. Been my life. Okay, so everybody, right, this this it. is uh, going to be somewhat of a regular episode, but Tom is unable to join us because he is in mm. Louisville, Louisville, uh, playing music. Uh, indecision this weekend. Indecision this weekend. Most Precious Blood next weekend. Back to school jam, yeah. Is that next weekend? Two A couple weekends. weeks. Two weekends. Yeah. Um, staying busy. Yeah. Uh, so this is like axe grind. Axe no, grind. No T.O. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Tom, we... We miss you. We miss you very much. Uh, but we are glad that you're having fun. Uh, did you see the photo that you put on Instagram? No. What did you put up? It was them at a... It was the band at a Walmart. Okay. Right? But take a look at that photo. And tell me, look. that's not Justin up front, is it? Does he look insane now? No. Okay. That's not, I think, no. Behind the scenes, Justin had something to be at ah, today. Gotcha, gotcha. So he's flying out. So this is the rest of them. Yeah. Okay. True, on tour. Because when I looked at it, I was like, Justin it looks crazy because that's not his look. No, that's not him. No, okay. no, not at all. So what are we going to talk? Oh, so today we're kind of doing a, a like a rambler. We're going to hit some Let's sort of quick hits. I posed a question to you this morning. Mm -hmm. Has video killed the hardcore show? This gets talked about a lot in our, like, behind the, like, curtain circles. This is, like, group chat shit. This is things people talk about because we're in a time where videos are more prevalent than ever. What are some of the most extreme perspectives on this conversation? Okay. I'll try. You let me know if I'm not being charitable in okay. describing That's somebody's fine. views here. Um, also, this is like mean to grind. This is Tom. Tom adds a little bit of sugar. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, one of us is salt, and the other one is like pepper. Yes. So, 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 uh, so everybody, this uh, uh, Tom is an ameliorating uh, uh, factor in everybody's life. So, uh, if you and I, let's check ourselves. If you yeah. and I go down a hole, but it's weird because neither of us feel that strongly. No, about this no, 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 no. That's why. That's why it's like was kind of a conversation that we can have that I think people will be with. Okay, well first let's address uh, for, first let's address that uh, the 
there are people that feel very strongly about this, and that might strike some of our listeners as strange, right? If right, you, because I think they might not be privy to this, and they think, how could anyone feel so strongly about these about hardcore videos? Right. Yeah. Thank you. So, so, and I might fall into that camp. I might be a normie on this, right? <laughs> so, so, ditto. Uh, but on one end, you've got the notion that, uh, hey, uh, this material is uh, important. Uh, for archival reasons, uh, this is how cultures uh, are captured and uh, cataloged in a meaningful way uh, for future generations and for people to, in the present to kind of understand the larger context of, of what they're enjoying. And in a way now that's more uh, current tense, you know what I mean, than ever before previously, you know, like, yo, can you find a video of the first... You could probably find videos online now of the first, uh, you know, 15, 10, a, sh- a couple shows of your first 10 to 15 hardcore shows, probably now. Yes. Before this point in, in time, you would have had to do so much labor to find videos of shows you went to. You know what I mean? Unless you were somebody pre-digital, yo man, tape trading, that's some real shit. People used to video stuff and then trade it. And you could buy them, and they'd sell VHS tapes, and da da da. It was a fucking hassle. Sure. So this is almost modern tense parlance of how things get documented, and it's so much more than ever before. Do we see that? Is there any negative to that? Like just on the documenting side, I oh. don't think so. Um, some people. This is not as prevalent a view as it used to be because uh, uh, older people have things to do. Um, they're probably losing their house. They're probably losing their homes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, so uh, it used to be that the idea that uh, there was a prevalent view that access uh, made things cheap and that by not making kids dig for things and search for things that we were cheapening what was going on here. Right, because there was less of a uh, active, a necessitated active participant mentality. Yeah, you could be very passive. Mm-hmm. And the just idea pick things be- up. The idea of being passive and being involved in a subculture is pretty new, to be honest. That, that is, uh, uh, pe- this is not one of those things, people. Please believe me. <laughs> no. If you are even five years younger than Bob and I, then... Uh, it, it it is it, that's probably when the idea of being a passive member of a subculture might have started to emerge but it wasn't that was being that was still present when I yeah. got involved and, in that's, music. and yeah I think that's but for everybody listening this is yeah. not Bob and I trying to act like that, no. that buys us anything more in this conversation. It's just uh, it doesn't buy us a sandwich. No. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah precisely. No, we're losing our house with the old guys. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So, so no. So it's it's there was a time where you had to, by necessity, be an active participant, whether that was uh, really seeking things out. You know, and and like let's even go to that. You know, when file sharing and when. Uh, uh, what's the service you use? I like SoulSeek. SoulSeek. SoulSeek and then Torrents mm-hmm. and then into the Blogspot yeah. era, which... Ooh, Media God. Firecore. Oh, oh, so good. So much stuff. There was outcry that, oh, people don't know what it's like. They can just download everything for free and hear it just whenever, whatever they want. So there's there was uh, an idea that like you weren't putting in the work needed. 
but you still were having to seek it out and it didn't necessarily kind of parlay into just here it is. And you were still like, you want to go to the show. There were videos around online, but like ain't nobody watching YouTube in 2002 like they are now. Not like now. A second most popular search engine in the world. So yeah. <sighs> yeah. Wow. I think it can ever get to one. Yes. I do too. Um, I think it's so visual. I think it's going to supersede text-based search pretty soon. That said, that weird-ass naysayer has been there from the jump. Mm. In the same way as people would be like, oh, you don't know how easy it is. You had a bunch of people who gave you music. I had to find yeah, it. Yeah. Gonna, it's like, you know, what, what are you going to do? We ain't, we ain't here for that. We ain't here supporting that. It's well, just, you know. I acknowledge the perspective. I just don't think it, it's worth anything. You, you know what I mean? Like, it might even be true. It's just not worth anything. It's, sure. it's like, who cares? It, we're, we're past that. We're not going we're back well to past it. that. Now, so, the, the question coming in here is show videos. There's a lot of conversation about it. Point well, blank. Oh, go ahead. Well, yeah. let me give the other, yeah, yeah, the, the other side of that. The, so the other side of the spectrum between, be, so we, I already said, hey, this is important culturally. This, uh, and even within hardcore itself, you have dudes like Ian MacKay who are famously archivists, uh, and this is an interest of theirs from Jump, and as a result. Nobody wants a hardcore museum, but it's great that we have uh, that these things continue to exist. Yes, and I 100%. say, and I say this as a guy who I think there's very little, very very little um, purpose to posterity when we're talking about like the fifth rung garbage music. Like I'm not this guy that like feels that everything needs to be cataloged. But no, <laughs> and it's hard to me. I, I I end up being on the spectrum where I'm like I I don't necessarily want that documented but if it's going to be i want context because i think things get lost in That's context sure. so so easily but you know that that then begs the question who's giving the context and what's the perspective because the same band who i could go yo they sucked nobody cared about them they were irrelevant could be a band that people also go that band was criminally ahead of their time sure overlooked and was more important to things in Dubuque hardcore scene mm -hmm. than anyone will ever know. And it's like, oh, what's true? Both of those things could be true. When we do our uh, our next year in hardcore, mm -hmm. there is a band who to me is the lowest rung of Crucial Chaos sort of filler. Right. Right? Yep. But when I looked at where they were from, yep. there was not a thing else going on. Right. And so that is in some, in some way worth documenting. I, that's fine. You know what I mean? Right. Even though <laughs> you, you don't need it. Musically, you can go wide. Yeah, don't here? need it. Yeah, right. But uh, the other perspective, the other extreme, I should say. There's many perspectives, I'm sure, but here's the other extreme. Mm -hmm. Performance of original music should belong to the band. It should not be... If it's going to be captured mm -hmm. it should not be monetized in any way unless that money is going to the band hmm. that is the other extreme because so the, the two extremes that we're discussing mm -hmm. uh, are that this is important and necessary uh, catalog crucial crucial undeniable uh, uh, has to we must have this versus if there's documentation of this 
the only people who should benefit from it are the artists who are performing. It, if they even allow it. If they even allow it. Um, These are quite desperate, different yes. perspectives. Yes. And uh, where do you, do you care? Care? No. Do, do, I, do I have an opinion? Yes. Yeah, I can manage one. All right. Uh, and we're gonna t- we'll talk about all the things in between too because it's it's an interesting conversation. Uh, let's start with this. Have you ever watched a hardcore show video? Okay, yes, you have. All right, uh, one king down at the QE two. Sure. You were there. Yeah. When you watched the video, did it match your memory of it? No, nothing ever does. Right. And that is my one comment to a lot of this is that I've never watched a video of a show where it's been like, yep, that's what I remember. Other than like, oh yeah, there's the dude in the blue shirt who threw that kid over there. Right. You know, these, these you know, mechanicals. So the magic of going to a show can't be replicated. No. And the magic of what how you remember it can't be touched. Although there's like a, a certain... Uh Partially because your memory distorts it, and you just, if you remember it as being gold, it's gold. And, and if you watch it, you might go, oh, there was only like 15 people right. excited. Okay. That's one. That's one I, was, I happen to be one of the 15. One factor. The other factor is that uh, it also, by virtue of the limitations of the medium, can't capture the full experience, right? It's, it's strictly an audiovisual medium, and mm-hmm. there's a tactile experience at a show. Uh, there's, uh, there's odors. Um, so it, it can't capture it fully, and, yeah. and uh, your brain is uh, obviously working overtime when you're in these uh, high excitement situations, and, and yes, things are lost and muddied and confused, but then also some things are super sharpened, and you're not getting those from video either. So it's, it's not a depiction of life in any meaningful way, but it is what it can do. For example, uh, we talk about the ceremony video that a lot of people like. It turned uh, turned the one a lot from of, Sound and Fury a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, turned a lot of people on to, to ceremony or back on to ceremony, right? Yeah, and that in part is because when people are watching that, they're going, "I saw ceremony eight years ago. It was fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I remember." They're not. They don't. They weren't at this show. They don't remember this right. video, but they remember that ceremony is great and they right. get excited. Right, and the idea that that video is a good example of. Capturing an energy live, mm-hmm. um, capturing a small sliver of it, because I'm sure the people who were, I wasn't in the room, the people who were in the room for that have been like, oh, it was magic. You know, yeah, it had that sure. feeling. Watching the video, there's only a few that I can think of. I can think of that. I think the Youth of Today uh, clip from before they started when they played This Is Hardcore a few years ago had a similar thing where it's, you know, and, and it's, but it's different, right? You know, it's, it's a different perspective than you would get unless if you weren't there. So it's not to say that these videos can't capture some elements of woe and be attractive, mm-hmm. but they're just fundamentally different than attending a show. So occasionally I hear the argument from people and it's not, you know, one person or another, but there's a lot of this kind of like scuttlebutt that like, oh, there's people who don't go to shows because they'll just sit home and wait and watch the video. Do you think that happens? As crazy as that sounds when you say it out loud. Right. I think it does happen. Look, there's it people... It sounds so crazy to it say sounds out insane, loud. But it sounds the, crazy. But we should acknowledge that there is not just a generational difference, right? but 
a, a social a social change that's okay. taking place, and uh, people talk about this for all all types of. You know, I was listening to stand-up comedians talk about this the other day that they don't see young people in in comedy clubs. Comedy clubs are killing it right now, right? But they don't see not for, for people under twenty-five. Correct. Yep. And but that's in large number who's listening to podcasts. That's, that's in correct. large number who's watching YouTube, comedy specials. YouTube, yeah. uh, but they're not going to the huh. in, in real life experience. Interesting. Now, I think that. There has been a total social change to we the idea that we can have a similar experience to in person used to be totally laughable. Right. Now, now, I don't think people see it as the same. I just don't think they question it very much, and they're happy to perhaps if the simulacra. It, if it doesn't, yeah. If it doesn't, look, I, I can be the reason that I don't put this just on eight on like young people. And right. Shit I don't either. Is because there's days I don't want to leave my house fucking at all. Right. And. You know, there are shows that I have watched and been and said, "Oh, that's cool." I am not. I don't regret not going. Is there but ever I'm, been a band you wanted to see live mm. that you're like, "Oh, you know what? Instead, I'll just watch this video." No, I can't say that. I don't think I do too, and I don't think a person. I don't think that's age related either. Yeah, but I think a person who wants to see a band live wants to see the band live, and they might watch. Live videos of that sure, band, but it's or an, live videos of a lot of bands. It's anticipation, though, and it's and it, well, or or just interest in what that band's energy is like live, mm. interest in seeing it, or interest in the spectacle. To me, and and let me also state, I can't name five hardcore show videos I've watched in complete in full. oh completion com, yo com, it's like porno nobody yeah. getting to the end you know what I mean like it, it's, are it's there, crazy alright so for people who are listening if you li- watch a whole set will you watch a whole set from a band even bands I love I have a hard time watching a whole set yeah I mean Unless there's a reason. Like when we do those watch over, like watch alongs, that's cool. I'll do that. But it's because you're sitting there with friends talking. I guess that's the thing is that if I I remember being younger with friends, that's when I would do it is sitting around watching a video. Now when I get together with my friends, we rarely will. Let's put on that side by side video. from. You know, honestly, there's probably something bigger going on, though, that that you and I, it's above our pay grade to even comment on where uh, the... The notion that as as a society we're becoming uh, perhaps less social, oh. but we are at the same time embracing the simulation of social. So w- mm. what what that means is that there's people that listen to our podcast yes. who would much rather listen to our podcast than the music that we talk about. That's true. We we know this. Yeah, and. That, well, and it's the same thing. It's it's it happens in sports all the time. Oh, for sure. Where where people are more interested in the basketball transactions, yeah. and the off season and the draft than actually watching a game, let alone attending. A for game. sure. Oh, quick diver, quick. Mm-hmm. Di- I forgot to ask you about this. Uh, don't ask if it's. Uh, I don't understand. Yeah. It wouldn't be illegal. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, as a New Jersey resident. Mm-hmm. Have you availed yourself to uh, online sports gambling? No, but it is legal. I plan on it soon because I went football down season a, starts soon. Went down a hole on matched betting. Oh, really? Do you know what matched no, betting please explain. is? So, matched betting is incredibly popular in England, where if you are a kid who doesn't want to work, yeah, 
you try to clear two grand doing this a month. And tell me more. <laughs> and and here's what it is. There's dozens and dozens of sites. Yes. Uh, and they all offer you incentivized free bets to oh, to, so you can clear, you can swing to new to new members and to get you back if you haven't gambled in a couple of weeks, right? So what you do is you take you put the bet, the free bet, the, the free bet. You go find an opposing bet, bet it, so and, you can clear on one or the other. Yes. So oh. you're so because fifty percent of the money you're gambling is. Not yours. Not yours. You are winning regardless. And yeah, that's fantastic. So this became very popular in England. And now there's dudes who do whole YouTubes on it where they're like, mm. is the scene as good as it was four years ago? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. They're like, well, I used to make two grand. Now I make 800. Is that still worth my time? Well, considering that I devote an hour a day to it, it still feels worth my time. Yeah, I'm still, yeah, I'm, like, I'm working seven hours a week and making 800. All right, I'll do it. All right, well, send me some links. So, yeah, I'll, I'll send you some links because uh, I was, I was going, this is, this is where I was mentally. Yeah, when yeah. I, I'm, this is this is this is a bad lean for you. Look at how I look. Look how I, I look. Know, I know. I got a free haircut coupon. In the look podcast. how I look. Do you ever do you ever think that you have to avoid gambling given your your family history? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, probably. No, it's uh, not a fucking problem, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um. I, here's the thing, though, uh, that uh, and this is not me making excuses because anybody that's seen me uh, gamble at a casino knows that I can be uh, pr pretty reckless. Uh, it it is uh, to be a compulsive gambler, to be a, a, yeah. a, a degenerate gambler. The action is what matters. Yes. So when you see a degenerate gambler lose, there is actual misery because they're thinking about all the repercussions yes but they experienced a very intense high immediately right before. before that right it's, it's, so it's the come down it's it, a hard come down right but so i don't experience that high at all <laughs> like when i when i'm losing it's just terror well, yes correct and yeah, when i'm losing it. money i'm thinking i have 80 dollars to my name right when that 80 dollars is gone i'm gonna have to go under a bridge and fillet some businessman for money. Right. And I don't want to do this. So your real answer is you've never had enough money to, That's correct. to become a degenerate gambler. <laughs> That's good, correct. Good, good. Yes. All I right. went gambling with somebody the other day that brought 40 grand. I had, oh. I had $12. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. the difference in how you conduct yourself oh. when you have 40 grand's cash versus 12 US dollars, right, I cannot describe. Yeah, we can go to AC tonight oh, and God. gamble. Let's see. I, I do like casino gambling. It's I really fun. do. It's I, fun because it's, it's active. It's yeah. live. Would you watch casino gambling on video? Okay, interesting Maybe thing. Maybe Ocean's Eleven. N no, I would not, but I was thinking about uh, my father really enjoys pool, yep. right? Yep. And I never felt that strongly about pool. Mm -hmm. you know, I'd like playing it, I guess. It's but, fun, yeah. But, but uh, watching people on the train play Oh, pool, si pool simulators on their yeah. phone. I weirdly said, uh, maybe I'd be interested in real life pool now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, maybe, maybe this is uh, real life pool's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a line I won't cross with it, which is like bowling. I like bowling. Yeah. I'd, I'd consider joining a league if I had the right people around me. Mm -hmm. Billiards, pool. Yeah. I enjoy. I wouldn't join a league. No, I don't think so. It's oh, cool. I'd sooner do pool than than bowling. bowling. 
Bowling's more casual. I think I'm billiards better. is billiards. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of tucked in like blue button down shirts mm. on both men and women, or like, into like tight jeans, or a guy with a tattoo on his face that denotes that perhaps he he he's spent time cars. League, I don't. Oh, think. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> That's what I mean. Okay, yeah, that you, might. You're be getting true. to the guy with the tat, face tat is yeah. in the bowling. League. Okay. Um, All right, hard, hardcore videos. Hardcore videos. So. Uh, you want to express your opinion or would you like yeah, to I'll go volunteer with mine. mine? My opinion is it's fun to talk about because because it is different than it has been in mm-hmm. hardcore. Generally speaking, I think it's good. Generally speaking, I think it can expose people to new bands. Generally speaking, I don't know why anyone would choose to watch a full set of hardcore on video but there's lots of people who do so that's where i put my personal like yeah just pre- uh, just a preference me. at that point this yeah. misses me but watching a one minute clip you know and, and the reason this kind of got jogged is that sound and fury released the first of the have heart reunion show mm. videos and i watched the first minute of that and it's it's pretty lively you know it's like oh that's cool yeah i imagine did i click through to watch the whole video no i didn't you know, I watched that first minute. It was cool. It's I cool, was there. Cool gifts. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, right. Like that's fun. Good. And I, I, there are shows I would like to watch. I guess or parts, but I don't see myself watching the whole I've got, thing. I've gotten like eighty percent through an all else failed video. Okay, that's how. And that's like a band you both really like live. Yep. Really like recorded yep. and appreciate their them on like eight levels. Yep. So eighty percent, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Like can't it's it's there. Can't say um, a hundo. I can't say a hundo. Mm. Right. All right. Like lungfish. Would you watch a full lungfish set on video? I've probably come. I've probably Close. come eighty percent there too. Right. Uh, because I know the entire catalog. Right. You, you know what I mean. So there's not. If they do something that I don't know, yeah. it's pretty. So I, right. I don't and, know if you're aware of this. God. There's a Lungfish song that was intended to never be recorded. That is the gimmick of the song. That's cool. They played it for many years. Yes. And it is a great song. And in the lyrics of the song, it says it's not meant to be recorded. And of course, I don't yeah. get. I don't give a shit. And I've downloaded that on many file yeah. shares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Networks over the years, yeah, live sets and whatever. But yeah. f you, artists. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. You think you get to dictate the terms? So. <clears throat> uh, so if I see a li- if I catch a live video, uh, like you know there there are people I'll say this there are people like me who I might not make it through too many full live videos, but I am genuinely excited when a live video uh, like that is basically archive at this point uh-huh. something that is deep from the past mm-hmm. goes up on YouTube. I get very excited, and I like listening to live sets. Mm-hmm. So that just might be a disconnect there for me is audio. I like because I'll listen to it, but I can do something else. Yes. Video, for me to be engaged, I actually have to be full engaged. Sure. So so my real perspective is it's cool. I don't totally understand the audience of it, but I know it's out there and I support it. As far as how the finances work behind that, that's a totally different story. And it's really, really interesting to hear how some people like to parse it. And how some people like to say what they believe they're entitled to or not entitled to. And I, that's a really deep well to fall into. Oh. Which maybe we will, but go to your opinion I'll first. I'll go right in. Yeah. Um, 
you can record me anytime for any reason. And if you can make money off of it, God bless you. Old roommate Paul says, yeah, fuck yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you can, I don't, this is not an issue that I, I can, I honestly cannot conceive of why bands and these are friends that feel this strongly about this, that I don't, I don't relate to them. I don't understand it. I don't. And here's, there's two reasons, right? On the, um, I guess philosophical level, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> when you create a statue and somebody comes and takes a photo of the statue, right? That is now an original piece of work that they've created. Likewise, I'm performing. That is my job here. Right. And anything people do with what they've captured of it is their art. That's, that's not my art. That's their art. And so that's one, right? That's a, that's that's a, a, that's a perspective. That's, that's my philosophical view on that. But beyond that, I think that when we get into a space where we say, you can't film me because you're making money. Right. Not, you can't film me because I'm asking you not to. Right. Which is a different question. Different question. And on that, I have a lot of mixed emotions. Right. Well, now, that one you could get me split on. Right. And, and that's where I would, you know, you say the statue, I say a comedian performing in a com- comedy club. Oh, see, that's an interesting one. They take deep offense to that. Deep offense, whether it's being monetized or not. Mm-hmm. If you were trying to monetize some comedian, oh, they, they fucking buck on that. But... They really hit the please no, please don't you know no recording et cetera et cetera because a lot of times they are doing it, and that's where I go okay I understand this if you have the me- mechanic mechanism you have the processes in place where you're trying to monetize a video performance, or in their case it it doesn't have to necess- necessarily be that performance but what they're doing is. They'll say I'm workshopping material yes. for my special, Correct. and you are undercutting my ability to have people be excited about for my this special. Special to have new fresh material, <clears throat> right. right? And and therefore you're taking money out of my mouth, which money is out so of my hand, different out of my than the stuff we're talking about typically. Typically, but although I hear the I hear what you're saying, and I think there could be application, mm-hmm. but I think when we enter the space where you can't because you're making money, that only applies. If there's money to be lost and if, and if there's not money to be lost, then look, everybody, I, I work in creative fields and I, Mm. I produce products that I need you to purchase. Mm -hmm. I do not want you to normalize getting them for free. That's important to me. I'm with everybody on the planet with this. Right. Uh, Music has largely, we've all kind of just, well, it's fucked. But I also work in comics that has a piracy element to it, <laughs> yeah. but is not as uh, ubiquitous as, as music piracy was. Really quick, so we can do this. Mm-hmm. How would you, if you go to a comic pirate website, mm-hmm. piracy website, pirate website, this is fucking swashbuckling, and they had your book up there. And you saw the number of people who had downloaded it. Yeah, I've and experienced this. Sig- and say it's significant. It's like a third of my a third of my actual readers. Yeah, right. That probably stings just a little bit. I would like their money. And that support would probably have led to 
one of those books continuing further or additional opportunities presenting themselves, maybe more so. Because yeah. I don't know how many publishers are going to the piracy websites and going, it's getting good downloads here on the free well, free piracy website. Think about it for I a don't sec- think it factors completely out. But- no, but think about this for a second. Um, there's no... There's no telling who would have read that book if they had to pay for it versus who checked it out because they didn't have to pay for it. Yes. And that's, look, I understand taking a hard line with these things because we don't want people to normalize not paying. I am unable to do the things I love if you don't pay for them. Right. But I think at some point you do have to be honest. If I, like I've walked into certain shows. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like big concerts just broke like for example I broke into a rusted root concert at fucking uh, SUNY Albany just because it's fun to break into places right break in meaning you snuck in Yes. No, I did, yeah, I didn't repel the down. The break-in was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked the part. I liked how exciting I, I didn't use a sound, glass cutter but, and repel yeah, down the fucking... You, you snuck into the rusted root yes, gig. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, it did involve getting chased behind bleachers and and, oh, and, and all that, but um, it... it uh, actually, all, SUNY was really fun to break into at one point. It was really fun. So, at any rate, uh, it, it was... Uh, I don't care if I get kicked out of a Rusted Roof concert because I no. wasn't going to pay for it to right. start. Send, right. send me on my way. You right. know what I mean? So the, the there is an element of if you weren't going to pay for it, what was lost? And if, you want, if you're a band that was not going to monetize your live performance in any meaningful way past the initial guarantee, right. then... Are are you, are you... There's a difference. This is a thing I'd like people to consider. There is a difference between minding your money yep and minding other people's money right and for me telling people that they can't record me if they're going to profit off it falls into the latter camp and that's not a space minding that I want to be in right yeah right. so because you'd prefer not for someone to put you in that camp in a different space because I'd also it would be a matter of conflict I'll tell you right now <laughs> you know what I mean right. it would be a heavy lol dude so so on that too. I asked about you know when you go to the piracy site and see that 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 could you could feel a why, you, you know. Yeah, sure. How different is that if you were on a YouTube where someone showed a significant portion of the book, but really talked through the plot elements? And does that that's different, right? It is and it isn't. I'll tell you why. Because just as there are many people who would rather listen to us talk about music than than listen to it, there are people who would they believe that they're keeping up with a book or or know everything about it by watching review channels. Staying up to date on the review channels. Yes, right. and it's a different experience now. Do, do, do it's I, the difference between watching a game and watching SportsCenter. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I watch a good amount of SportsCenter. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, so, and, and how many baseball games in a season can you catch? You know, There's people who watch every one. If I catch three, that's a lot for me. Right. Right. So... I think that we start at some point we got to be honest about people's buying habits, what they really are, what they really prefer, what they're really entitled to. But these are kind of heavy questions. I think that the, the, the baseline here is, I don't know. Did it hurt me to have my, somebody make fucking $200 on my fucking video? Right. No, it didn't hurt me. And is there, it wouldn't existed before. Right. And again, 
if I like um, self defense played the the big touche show in California, right? right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they've recorded that for a DVD. Yes. There was uh, phone videos that came out ahead of that, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe there, maybe if every <laughs> band sucked, that that would have been a detriment because maybe, because right. they couldn't catch people that didn't know but yeah, like i mean if jeremy was wearing blackface and it was yes like, right. oh shit you right. know? i mean i'd use the example of uh usa basketball played a game yesterday at a big arena in australia um and a large portion of the the arena was set up with white plastic chairs on a flat surface so you're and the court was raised about six feet off the ground on this platform so you're watching a game from a hundred yards away on a flat surface it seemed terrible so it put a pail over the perception of watching that game Mm. the live experience that was part of the conversation so i could see things like that diminishing a product that's to come yes yes but, the, but that's a stretch. And if the pro, it's very much a stretch because also if the product is of high quality, people might want the actual genuine article. Yes. So, I, 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 I don't have. I'm trying to see other people's perspectives on this. I think it, my experience with it, and I am certain I'll get a text, uh, is <laughs> it feels petty. It feels like often we choose the 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 uh, target. Well, what would we, uh, the, the, what do we say? The people, the archivist. Yes, the, arch- the documentarian. That we prefer and they get. They get carte blanche. They, yeah. The oh, others, the, yeah. The, well, it, so that brings the question to you. Consent. Sure. This is an interesting conversation because of spaces. Do I consent to be recorded? Do, should people have to ask, can I record your band? Uh, if you want to be on the stage, certainly. Okay. You think they should? If you want to be on the stage, yes, you have to ask me if you can be on that stage. Otherwise, you and I are having a problem. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, or in my case, not, because I don't have that thing. You know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is people come on my stages, right. record me, right? Okay. If they get in my way, I might say, hey, could you back up? Okay. But because I don't have a problem with being recorded, it's right. all good. Right, right, right. If I'm a person that even had a second, then I would want to be asked to be asked or let's say more reasonably for if I say, hey, I prefer you don't, Mm -hmm. then I'd like them to get the folk off the stage. That doesn't mean they can't record from the back of the room. Right. So so what you're saying is (coughs) person on the floor paid their admission. Yeah. They'll do whatever whatever they want. Cool. I'm also very permissive, though. And I am, too. I am, too. You know what I mean? Like, do your thing. If it's a show I'm putting on, Mm -hmm. there's two parties I think about. I think about the audience and the artists who are playing, Mm. for the most part. And I want them all to be comfortable. And I want the situation to be good. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today, such as Liz Stokes of the Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts. And new episodes come out every Monday. Does that mean I have a problem with people filming them? No. No, no, no. I want them to be comfortable and not feel away about yeah. it. If somebody is just in the audience and they paid and they're... It's, it's an interesting conversation that's happening now because lots of venues for a long time had these policies. No, no filming, no blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And then they realized every fucking person has a camera in their pocket yep. now that can film pretty good. So they said, all right, fine, fuck it. You, you, got, a, you got an actual camera and you want to bring it in? What's the difference? Yep. Fine, go ahead. Um, but that's new within the last even four years. You know what I mean? So to me, what I want is for artists to have the ability to say, hey, prefer if you don't. Yep. I'd like for people to ask. But I don't, I don't know necessity. The being on the stage is an interesting part. Obviously, maybe we need to get Ian from fucking Regional Justice Center on here. But that's, that's a different book. The photographers, too many, too few. That's different than what we're talking about today. It's the idea, should they have to ask? Should they? Because the other thing, I've seen tons of people all over the place show up. They're there to film the show. monetizing it feels different. I'm not mad at it, but I'm also the dude who's not that mad when someone would make a screen printed poster and show up and sell it at the show. Yes. I'm not mad at that either. Unless but I made there one. are people who are, and there's been promoters who are mad about it or bands because it's like, stop counting other people's money. That's the deal. There's Look. people who you're like, yo, to me, and it happened at different shows I booked. And there was moments where I was like, eh. if I made a poster, I might feel a way. But I also appreciated the artistic thing that this person did. 
We are just so... I'd love more collaboration, but, you know... We're so in each other's business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just... Like, this is in my mind because I, I was just asked a question on Instagram. I, I, you know, I prompted to ask me a question, yeah. right? whatever. I was on a Will bus. they say how much money you make? <laughs> no. I, was, I said, ask me a question. Somebody asked... And this is not to denigrate them. It's not the worst question I've ever been asked, but it, but it sent me in a spiral because somebody asked me about, uh, I guess, a punk notable uh, sure. who, who's been in the Reddit news. You know what I mean? Like, like, like <sighs> pe- people are talking about this person's life. Right. And it, when I did myself the disservice of reading, like, because I said I, I, at first I had no idea what this person was talking about. So I went and I looked it up. Oh, no. Mistake. Because... It made me realize that we are so in each other's business. Now, this person, you could make an argument from a, from a uh, sort of a social standard perspective that, oh, I just want to make sure that this person isn't dangerous or a liability of some type. I, you know, I, I might have heard a thing, whatever. Okay, I get that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We share spaces with each other. I, I get why you'd want to look into that. But then I saw people speculating on his personal life and his, like, there's a difference between saying, hey, I want to make sure that I'm safe, my sister's safe. There's a difference between that and being like, looking at this guy who, like, look, I don't know this dude. I got no, no stake in him. He looks like a scumbag than me. But, like, it upsets me when we are so in each other's business that I'm reading about somebody's marriage. That's not yeah, a celebrity. No, I don't want to know. I, and that's how I feel about money is I don't want to know about your money. I don't want to know about your marriage. Don't want to know no. about your money. Don't want to. There's certain shit. That's I don't a good one. We need one about. more M and we can really have a shirt. No marriage. No money. Uh, yeah. I, I'll think of one. I no do, mortgages. I don't know. No, I don't want to know about your mortgage either. No, I, it's a concern I have because of the way lives are on display now and the way people interact in this general way. That There's a lot of not just uh, performance, but also uh, preening almost in the way people present. And it almost opens people up to the idea that they're closer to a subject than they are and the subject being another human being. Somebody said this. And I don't want to do that. Oh, it's all social media. It's not that. No, it's no, not no, that. no, That's no, not what it's no, it's not. It's not. But we're just, but social media has definitely empowered people to take this human instinct maybe a little further than they've been able to in the past. Yeah, it skews curiosity. And, and somebody, a musician said it to me in a way that I thought was really interesting uh, yesterday mm-hmm. when he was saying, yeah, I find that that's usually uh, the person that is deeply involved in other people's lives online is typically dude who's in local band who wants to be down and is the sort of person that markets themselves as being close to somebody. It's like a reflect, a reflected glory sort of thing. Like Mm. if I can be the person that, that, uh, gives everybody this nugget of information about this dude's fucking marriage, then I, I contributed in some way. And like, look, again, if this dude was some pedo, monster, rapo, fucking, that, that's, all, story. that's all a conversation. Different, that's a conversation right, yeah. I'm willing to have. Like, if you seem open-hearted about the reason that you're bringing that information to people, that's okay, let's do it. Somebody's marriage? You know how 
Yo. That just means I just honestly think you need to find something else to do with your time. I'm not married and I found this offensive. Let me put it like that. Like, I like it's, it's, save that shit for Beyonce and don't even save it for her. You know what I mean? Let that woman live so on I her mean, shit. Is, is that the culturally, uh, we've gotten way on out on this branch. I was upset by this marriage question. I really the was. The marriage question threw you for a loop. I, yeah. It I seemed just too personal to I me. Mean, and, but that brings us to the same pocket mm. is when people are questioning who's making money, where, how. Yeah. Do you have a business relationship with this person? Do you have a relationship with this person, etc.? Are you trying to enter into one? Because I was going to say, yo, if they're making money, let them do their thing. But, you know, I get it. Sometimes you might be in some sort of relationship, a band putting out a record with somebody, a band doing shirts with somebody, an artist making prints with someone. You want to know, hey... What's the story with this? How did these sell? That there is a relationship, there's a back and forth. Hopefully beforehand there was some sort of an agreement. Those are all things that know know the money. Know the money. Be safe, be comfortable. Your band got filmed. You know, perfect world. You got asked beforehand. I mean imperfect world. You're somehow upset. Let me maybe ask. Hey, we'd we'd prefer not. Let me give you an example. You tell me how you would feel about this, please. I do a little newsletter about comic books, right? Uh, yeah, s- haven't unsubscribed yet. S- somebody got heavy yesterday. Somebody who is um, considered radioactive in my field uh, l- saw was forwarded the newsletter liked what it had to say and said, Hey, I'd like to talk about this. I'm writing you because it seems like a, like it's a subscriber only thing. Right. It's seems semi private and I'm asking for your consent to write about it or to talk, to, to talk about it. And so this person, this person aligning themselves with me in any meaningful way is toxic is bad for me. You know what I mean? Now my work, you want to believe that your work can stand on its own. You also want to believe that, uh, you're your own person. You're not guilty by association, but that's not necessarily how the world works. You know what I mean? Sometimes things aren't fair. Sometimes people lump you in with people that you don't have any connection with simply because they agree with you on some facile nonsense. Right. right. So uh, knowing the reality of the world, but also having some convictions, I said to the dude, Hey, um, I prefer you don't for reasons that I think you probably understand. Right. But, I have to be honest with you. I don't perceive it as private and it is your right to do whatever you want with it. Good. And he said, no harm, no foul. I get it. I won't, I won't talk about it. Right. Right. Now that was respectful of him. Right. Yeah. But he could have, could have, I mean, he didn't need well, to that's, write that's me really. The part. But there is the, there is the cool human interaction you have with someone. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean. You and know. that dude's supposedly a villain. So right. think about that for and, a second. And, and right. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. That is the conversation that I want to have, is the idea that sometimes if you're filming somebody who doesn't want you to film them, maybe you just don't want to be spending your time or energy doing that, just in general. If you really don't want to be filmed, or you got a problem with Jimmy Joe who's filming you, I am willing to bet you a fucking big lunch. If you go ask him, like, hey, you know what? To be honest, we prefer if you just didn't film our band. I had a photographer. That feel I, like they'd be like, actually, all right, fine. I <laughs> can know? I can speak from actual experience here. 
I had a photographer with whom I have a beef take, take photos of me recently. Oh, wow. Didn't say shit. You know why? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Because you don't. <laughs> I don't care at all. You know what I mean? This person, when they and I eventually have a conversation, it's going to be an unpleasant one. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's going to have nothing to do. It's going right. to have nothing to do with the fact that they took photos of my band. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Hey, if you don't... F- I love that you can... That we can have this static... And right. you're professional in whatever and capacity. You're still, you still willing to take my picture? Yeah, good, it's good for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, to be totally frank with you, that's the sort of people I want to interact with more. So, like, right, who are, who have a business pro attitude about this, about what they're doing, or just the ability to put aside, like, look, like my beef with this person is real, but will we definitely get to the other side of it? Of course. Yeah, you know what good. I mean. Yeah. So, so. Hopefully they have that same brain and say <laughs> one would hope yeah. and, and think, yeah, you know what? This person, and I got to have an unpleasant conversation. Yep. But hopefully once and then we're good. Yes. And I'll take the photos now, but it wasn't in my head to kick this person in the fucking side of the head. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's, uh, I know, I know. I, 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 I don't understand feeling so sh- like, isn't it crazy? Let me just say, let me ask you a question. My bands operate on a unprofessional to semi-professional scale, sp- yeah, scale spectrum, right? Yeah. And it upsets me on some level that I am more professional than people who are making their a real living in music. And I I get irritated that I'm somehow <laughs> Well, are you counting their dollars by having that perspective? I mean, there's people that in my view, make enough that they should let go of the pettiness. You know what I mean? Like, the, right, right. I mean, but but really, basing it out, you're thinking doesn't matter what dollars you're making, you should let go of the pettiness. Yeah, well, and when you just because you're extrapolating it up to somebody who's making loot, I'm saying if I can, they can. That's that's <laughs> what I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, yeah, look, yeah. look. If you are, I'm cutting a lot of slack for people. If you're frustrated at where you're at, if you don't. Um, if, if if you if going to play music for whatever reason brings you a sort of low key stress or self doubt or, mm-hmm. or or whatever it is, then I'm not making excuses for your pettiness, but I'm saying, mm-hmm. okay, there's a lot going on in your skull, right? Right. Then there's people like me that music is very fulfilling, and I and it doesn't come it comes with stress. There's always some bullshit, but like yeah. <laughs> it, it it uh in in large part it's. It's a very uh, common part of my life. And then there's people who I presume are similar to me and also making money. What are we all mad at? You understand? <sighs> I mean, I agree, but you can never, you can never tell what's going to make someone mad. No, it's all You know true, what but- I mean? And especially, like, let's keep it germane to this conversation. I think that artists the bigger they are the more likely they get be to be fucking whack about that like you filmed me but we've talked you're gonna about make it. money off my fucking like you know that's all true but we talked about it um it is uh you and i would like to be the dumbest person in any room <laughs> yes right because that way we could potentially learn god yeah i'd like to be the most unprofessional person in a room and I get irritated when you're not right. when I'm right. Like when I'm like, yo, I made 800 bucks for this fucking thing. You, you, you're making fucking telephone numbers over here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Why am I more professional than you? All right. So let's do some quick, quick 
point blanks. Do you think people go to hardcore shows less because of video availability online? Sounds ridiculous. Yes. Okay. No, but asterisk because if they want to go to the show, they want to go to the show. The experience of watching a video is so different. Two. Do you believe it's wrong for someone to make money off filming a band that is not their own? Not remotely. Yeah, no. Do you believe <coughs> that people should have... Sh- people should ask for permission before they film an artist perform? Um... Because previously you said if they're on stage, yes. Well, yes. If you're standing on stage, I think that there's kind of a... And by on stage, we mean in the band area because, you know, if you're at a VFW hall, yeah, does it change right. if there's no... St- you know, well, not-, not to get all college on you, but... but impl- this, is a, this is a heavy dorm room episode. It is because we have implied consent versus a, uh, active, actively pursued consent. Correct. Uh, so what I'm saying is... Um, I have an implied consent on stage that if you're not invading my space, then whatever you're doing is fine. You right. know what I mean? I you're c- carrying that personally. Yeah, right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So great example. Every, every few years, somebody on stage does something fucking inappropriate and stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, um, uh, uh, Brianna from uh, Tiger Shaw. Yep. So, somebody a few years ago, yep. like invaded Ran her space up. on stage, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Kylie from Pedal. Okay, sure. Yeah, I didn't know about that one, but I but, so, yeah. but the uh, uh, and then also uh, there was a guy who had a problem with it as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm in a very different space than that. It, like, uh, if you're not striking me. You can run up on stage, do your Morrissey bit where you fucking touch me or hug me or whatever the fuck. I don't care. There's an implied mm-hmm. consent to that. I don't think you should extend that to anybody that like... Well, the implied consent is coming from you. Right. And that's not something that can be known but to the person going. So it's assumed consent, which is a very different thing. Right. And well... And I think it's a different thing. You can't you can't say that assumed consent and implied consent are the same simply because you're on stage. No, you can't. But see, this is I the know, hard part. I know. This is the hard part because to me, like I I watch uh, like Christian death videos where like women just run on stage, kiss him, you know what I mean, and, and whatever. And in my mind, I if I was a singer. I wouldn't think a thing about that. Man or woman, come up fucking, as long as you're not striking right. me, I don't give a fuck, right? Right. Like, I love going to Morrissey's shows. I would have loved going to that Christian death show. Sure. I don't, this don't mean anything to me if somebody's running out of stage. I'm to not, you, I, right. Correct. Totally. And I'm not like. And there's a there's a level of that that comes from the, uh, the way that people interact with hardcore in a live setting, et cetera. But like, yo, there are several front men of very big bands who in don't the last want to be 10 touched. years don't, want to don't be like to be touched don't, in an active way. Don't want to be touched. They won't hug you. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's people that... Correct. Okay, so we they should They barely say, like the handshake. We should say that. Let's get to... Now that we're in like a general yeah, physical we're in space fucking, consent. Yeah, space. We're in meta. Let, let, let's say this for a second. Um, there's a lot... Well, I'm going to get really heavy right now because a dude in a band told me something that is upsetting for me to reflect on. 
Uh, there's a lot of people. I, th- I we tend to uh, make the focus on women on stages because it it should seem axiomatic that you should not invade that person's space. And for whatever reason, there's a bit of a um, a bit more of an implied or assumed consent with, with men on Different stage, things, yeah. right? And uh, and I'm I'm not dumb. I understand why there is a difference there, right? But yeah. I also happen to know a couple dudes who make their living or make their art mm-hmm. on a stage who don't want to be touched for good reason, right? A- and yep. uh, it's difficult to guess <laughs> who that person you might know, be, right? And we're not going to speculate. We won't give you hints or clues because I think you would find there. I'm I'm speaking of several different people who've ref- reflected on. I'm a front man in a hardcore band, and I don't like to be touched. I have human beings rolling over my back. Yes, and everyone is trying to grab me by the side of the head and yep. the microphone and get me as close as possible. And to be honest, it's my own personal living hell. Mm-hmm. Now, but I love doing this all the same, and I accept that that's part of the bag. Yeah, everybody, it's not just germaphobes. You got dudes out here that are, uh, it's not a comfortable circumstance for them to be touched. So, uh, but the flip side is a dude like me, Mm -hmm. who like, as long as you don't interrupt the show or hurt Mm -hmm. me, you can do fucking literally anything. And that's a different thing. You know what I mean? So uh, where do you, where do you draw that line? Because- Certainly, there are people that are assuming some measure of consent when right. they roll over X front person's back. You know right. what I mean? Now, to me, and that's the 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 lay of the land for a hardcore show is that assumed consent on this, where there's a no rules platform. And yo, like I, there's part of me that doesn't want it any other way, despite the fact that I know these dudes who don't like to get grabbed. Yeah. Well, but. Does that assumed consent extend to things like the person who screen printed shows for the show, even though they were not the promoter, nor were they involved in the show other than making these show these flyers and then selling them for their own profit? Also, is there assumed consent on the person who's just showing up and filming the show? Well, we also get in this we get in a weird space also because what is the band's space? And because I mean, it's limited at best, if any. I don't want like, to. I don't want to sound morbid. Bubble? I don't right. want to sound morbid. Please, but the uh, the dime bag thing uh, underlines. Look, for anybody, for the record, I'm not hysterical. I'm not a, a alarmist. I don't fear somebody shooting me. Mm-hmm. It's just not a fear that I have. But if somebody said, "Hey, I don't want anybody on stage because it freaks me the fuck out," that's pretty understandable, to be honest. Right. So, um, but then there's pricks like me that maybe it would go the other way. Maybe I don't want somebody on stage just because this isn't your show. You know what I mean? Get right. the fuck off the stage. That seems pretty valid to me too. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I personally think that when we're talking about uh, space, I don't think you got the right to tell anybody in an audience that they can't film you. I, I just don't. I agree with that. I just don't. I understand, especially especially today. I, I understand the argument for stand up comedians. I really do. I think it's mm-hmm. disrespectful as fuck. You know what I mean? Do you have a right to film? Well, to be honest, the, these these venues, a comedy club should have a rule against. They have film. a policy. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, 
you know and theoretically a venue can extend that a similar policy should they sure. choose to you know like the misfit shows yeah there Danzig you go. Was put them in a bag and bags which you know yeah. so i uh, but i don't i think that you got the right to film my live performance do you have a right to be on stage because <laughs> then we're in a weird place because the kid the stage diving has a right to be on stage, so why doesn't this fucker with the camera? Temporal space. You know he's I mean? only there for a minute. It's the same argument when you get up on stage, you know, get off the stage. Yeah, get get the up and stage. get off. Get off the fucking stage. Um, because when you get up and stage dive, you're a part of you're doing you're you're enjoying, you're being a part of the activities, you're you're singing along, all that. When you refuse to get off, you almost are assuming that you are now a part of that. Yeah, stage which, and, and which, part of it. And I, I use the term stage because I, I think I, I come from a world where most shows I went to were not on stages. They were on the fucking floor. So it all is kind of relative, but it would be the same as if someone decided to stand directly in front of the bass player in a basement. Uh, which happens. Right. And when when that happens and the bass player responds aggressively. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to muster anger at that person, despite the fact that, typically speaking, I would be like, hey, man, he was just standing there. You know, if, if we were on a subway and the guy was just standing too close to you, you have leniency to give a little like, hey, step over a step. Woman was reading her book in my nose today. <sighs> wow. I was actually, I wanted to say some shit. And then like, as the book is bouncing against the bottom of my nose, I'm like, I just respect how wild this woman is. She yeah. don't give a fuck. Right, right. You know what I mean? Just keep bouncing book. off my fucking nose, I guess. Who cares? Personal space is a thing to me that matters, but in a lot of spaces, I'd be like, yo, yes, that person was in your space. That doesn't validate you swinging on them. At a hardcore show, when someone's standing that close and there's room for them to be elsewhere, I, it makes it hard for me to get upset. Can I express kind of a... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be able to talk about this because it's not me. Let me put it like that. I'm embarrassed often by large displays of emotion, right? Like I don't, uh -huh. I, I don't care for them. So when I see a dude on stage swing on somebody or lose their composure in some way, I, I don't feel comfortable with that. I don't like it. Um, and when I'm on stage and I'm challenged in some similar way, I think that anybody in the world that's seen my bands will tell you, even when I'm, I've, I've offered to fight people in the crowd, even when I do that, I think that most people can see it through the lens of this dude is actually trying to de-escalate the situation or um, approach it from a, uh, a not emotional place, right? And I think anybody that's seen my acts could tell you that. Right. But I also think that being honest with ourselves uh, when you're making art you, you're in an emotional space uh, and you also <sighs> I've seen truly nice guys lose their fucking shit when you are dancing on their fucking pedals you know, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? oh, yeah. so like <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is I'm sympathetic that's not me right I'm sympathetic that's what I'm saying is I don't typically in a situation where if I saw someone swing on someone for being too close, being in a space, I'd be mad. I'd be like, what are you doing? Come yeah, on. That's yeah, yeah. A, that was an overreaction. To, we don't need to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. A gentle, excuse me. Yeah. All you need. But in that setting, 
especially with the kind of it's there's a lot of social contract on this and that is where I think people kind of understand that at this weird community level and that's why this conversation is kind of interesting to me because it's not like people just started filming people filming shows three years ago five years ago it's ten years ago people have been filming shows for a long time do I think everybody who filmed the band in 1985 90 5 2000 were asking like hey is it cool if I film you no certainly not do I think some did maybe do I think any of them ever once thought hey I just made a video a VHS tape and you know have been duplicating it and have an ad in the back of MRR get your VHS tapes from me yeah do I think they ever sent a cent to anyone else no Not no and and am I mad at it no no does it qualify as a bootleg probably yeah, yeah sure you know sure but but there was no other you know I don't think that was a way that this stuff got spread now I'll stop short of any conversation that implies even well, you know, these videos actually benefit the bands because people go out and spend their money and yeah, go support know. them. No, no, no. I, that, I, I, you're making a non-logical leap to me. That, that's like, there's assumption there. I think, it's, I think it's a reasonable thing to say for you and I. I think that it is not the go-to. It shouldn't be the go-to of the person defending themselves. No, 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 no. I mean, anyone. I mean, I just, I, I think But again, I don't know if you should have to defend yourself against no, something. Exactly. I don't think there should be a defense or not defense. I think it's, you know, uh, there's so many people who are part of it. Okay, so here's, here's a... Do you think that people involved in hardcore who are not bands or not musical musicians but are a part of the tapestry of what makes it up larger are less than? Heavy question. You're saying... are uh, Is someone who makes a zine less of an artist than the person who puts out a record? No, to be honest, I've met some zine makers that qualify quite a bit more as artists than plenty of musicians that I've met. And I think that's something I would extend to some of these people who make Absolutely. Videos. Absolutely. And I think that that is where holistically I hope people are listening to this and seeing like oh this isn't yo the music is a big part here and I think that that's a it's like the heart of the thing it's the glory position it doesn't mean it's the only position you know what I mean right right and it's but it's a really nice position and I I hope that most of the people who are doing it you know whether they're (laughs) catching a lot of joy in this exact moment are or have experienced some levels of joy from doing that just in the same way as the people who make videos or, or record get some joy out of it, just the way that people who take pictures get some joy out of it, just so, the way that people who put out records or who book shows or who do zines get some joy out of it. And if you're not, fucking either stop or find a way to, because th- there should be some level of all this that that is in some way being fulfilled, is fulfillment. Um and that's that's one of the parts that I, I think, and if God, if you can find a way to do something that's joyful and fulfilling to your life, and then you actually make some money off of it, ooh. Ooh. that goes back to some early episodes of shit where we think bands should make money. I don't think that every band needs to make money, but if you're creating something and people are consuming it and enjoying it, 
at a certain rate, there's nothing wrong with yourself doing well on it. So that's all part and parcel of the same conversation. Having this conversation, I'm working through thoughts on this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure. So uh, has have videos killed hardcore shows? No. No. No, they haven't. Simple answer. Okay. All right. I'm good with go. that. Next, next, next hit. That was just an hour and 15 minute hit. Yo, you know what we forgot to do? What's and that? we'll just do it mid-roll style. Oh, okay. Fucking ads. Um, Close casket activities. Okay. Homies, mm-hmm. upstate, 518. Got a lot of stuff going on. Right now, the big action is on portrayal of guilt. If you were buying stock, would you buy portrayal of guilt stock? Probably would. It's. I'll be honest. It's hard for me to say with this sort of shit because it's like. Uh, um. I guess screamo is in a boom period, right? And Ooh, we're gonna talk waves of hardcore on another episode. Okay. Soon. All right. Um. And this band uh, kind of does that in a in a way that doesn't feel like uh, retread, uh, but yeah. feels familiar enough that people enjoy. Um. Loudier, louder, louder, noisier than I, gotta con- I anticipated. I gotta confess, I don't understand anything. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. When it comes to like anything screamo or screamo adjacent, I actually probably understand youth crew more. And these are two <sighs> things that I don't have. Like, you know my feelings on youth. I crew. do. You know I, I mean? do. But but screamo to me is like, and look, uh, self defense family, particularly when we were end of a year, played yeah. with screamo bands all the time on the regular. All and the you time. were you were the you felt weird because not only did your band play with those bands, you personally presented as someone who would feel a part of the scene. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, not intentionally. What do you no, mean? No, no, I don't mean that. It, it, do you? Did you look more at home at the oh. basement screamo show oh. or at the fucking beat? The look at my fucking life. That's it's a what nightmare. I'm, I'm a skinny little dude. I know. This it's is a this fucking is your nightmare. This is your trans bro I've, attitude. I've I know. wanted to be fucking Freddie Madball my fucking whole life, and all you haven't eaten anything since I've seen you. So you're fucking up. I'm fucking up. And instead. I'm treated like uh, like I sing in portraits of past. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking annoying. All right, we're gonna talk about your disconnect from screamo at some point. So, but I'm, but the, to answer your question, people are loving this shit. Yes, portrayal of guilt, suffering is gift. Go pre-order that right now. The other thing I'm gonna tell you to get on uh, is though the though closed casket did not release this, they have an exclusive pre-order for the Gate Creeper Deserted LP okay. coming out oh, on I didn't relapse. Know this. Yeah, yep, all right. uh, exclusive color. Uh, actually is a sick color. I think it is desert vinyl. Uh, so it's kind of... Very it's, deserty band. It's got a like whitish and brown, then with rainbow splatter. Okay. Very visually engaging. So go order those both at closedcasketactivities.com. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're going to save 10%. At, 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 and you're going to have to... I threw off the rhythm. You, you did a little bit. You did, you, you, how much on a script am I when I didn't hear uh, you're going to want to? I was like, oh, I know. I it's know. it's I good. Know. I know. Uh, what are, what are we going to do? Uh, spell that out, everybody. Spell it out. Save 10%. Get your 10. Uh, then you're going to want to head over to runforcoverrecords.com. We're going to encourage you to buy the Self-Defense Family Have You Considered Punk Music record. You need to sell some more of those records. Yeah. It's a good record. It's a very good record. It's It's a bummer of a record. Um, I don't know if people are in a happy place or a bummer place, but it's a bit of a bummer of a record. But people that uh, people that like it really like it. So take that as a 
uh, under advisement. So get that. Uh, also, go ahead and check out the Berries, Berryland LP. Mm. We're going to play one of their songs on an upcoming okay. listening episode. I actually have enjoyed that a lot. Run for Covers has got some more plans. We're going to have to hit them up and get the like dirt, dirt. Okay. You're going to go to their website, runforcoverrecords.com, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're going to want to... Spell it out. There we go. Stay on script. 15% off. Yo, me without you touring hard lately. Yeah, it's cool. All right. Um, let's do this real quick. What is your disconnect from Screamo? Because, clearly, there's a time period in your life where you appreciated DC slash Discord records a lot. And if you track back through... Screamo, it leads there, correct? Yeah, you could say that. Um, I would say Moss Icon is the last Screamo band that I, I agree can, with that. that uh, the last emo core band, pardon me, right? That, that I can be full on with, yeah, that I can generate a fuck about. So at um, some point in the 90s, when it when I mean, that stuff right. hits the 90s, yeah, something gets screwy for you. Well, which is weird because I think of 90s Screamo as pulling in other elements of stuff I would have thought you enjoyed. No, I, I uh, so little of it appeals. And again, played with these bands all the time. I like these mm-hmm. people. I like the bands that we've played right. with. You know what I mean? Cool dudes. Um, actually, a couple of really dedicated listeners uh, mm-hmm. uh, among them uh, to our to so our podcast. Shout out. Yeah, yep. shout out. Um, but music, I just, I, re- I truly don't understand it. It's like, um, you know, like I can say that I don't understand something like Dillinger or, or Vane even or Code right. Orange. I could say I don't understand it, but like... I feel like you you understand them better than some of this stuff. You oh, don't get that... You get oh, the wild-eyed look when we talk about this shit. Yeah, well, it's because there is at some point in it, there is always a payoff. And oh, so even, okay. if, even if there's two parts per song that I don't particularly connect with, there's a payoff. And for those bands, you could say it's the mosh part or whatever, right? <laughs> but... but <laughs> There is a there's some release, whereas once we get into fucking pure screamo, Jesus Christ, man, what's the release? You're going to like a a pulled back uh, <laughs> uh, guitar, simply like like a slow. F- okay, let me put it like this. Um, I think that screamo takes the hardcore. Uh, uh, paradigm of of playing to your level and not playing uh, with virtuosity, but attempts to apply it to music that I would enjoy more if anybody could fucking play. And you, if you're in uh, uh, negative FX, you right. don't need to. You d- d- please don't be good. You know, right. what I mean? please don't be good at what you're doing. Be at your be at the level you're at because yes. it's yeah. If you if you are in. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of any of the abolition style. Seisha, oh, fine, good yeah. example. If you're in Seisha, even though really you're just doing a variation of uh, of negative FX in right. its own way, right? Uh, y- y- I just, I wish you were better. You know, like that's I, my question though. When Screamo gets better mm. in in aptitude, they lose me the fuck. Because oh. I feel like it drifts out into some very ten, different ten, places. It tends to get slick. And, and, that, that, and, that, and the that, production that follows hard. it, etc. And that loses me. I like hardcore that dances up to some of the emo core influences. Mm. Uh, are you familiar with the band Purpose? Uh, was it a Jersey band? Yeah, Jersey yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. Art as a Weapon was one of their EPs. Uh, search for... I mean, I have one of the LPs over there somewhere. 
a band who I think started kind of in the mid '90s, late '90s, kind of youth crew, or at least youth crew adjacent, but eventually ended up in the shoes off kind of. Yeah, we're we're playing with either the post screamo or screamo crowd, and I came. I've come to appreciate that a lot more, um, and I think that's a band who's notable. But that. You and I doesn't do anything for you. Not a thing. Sasha doesn't do anything nope. for you. Do any of the weird '90s kind of Ashes, uh, Lincoln, Hoover, uh, the sit down cores of the world? Does that do anything for you? No. Um, How about uh, Nation of Ulysses? No, almost offensive, honestly. Right. Um, who was the band? We you, listened you could to say when, who, you could say Hoover had a joint or two. Who was the band in the '92 episode that we listened to that I actually really enjoyed? Who the fuck was that? It was a oh a uh, Flagman? Band. No, <laughs> no Flagman doesn't catch me. Oh, see, Flagman was a surprise hit for me. Was that a '92 episode? Might have been. It might have been. No, who's the band? They Circus Lupus. Oh no, what no? Some tracks. <laughs> I think you got to revisit. Mm. Um, but I always wrote them off into the, like, yo, this is just bad, weird 90s. I can't fuck yeah. with this at all, state of the nation kind of thing. But, okay. So Screamo loses you there. You want to hit a couple Instagram questions and then we'll call it a day on sure. this one? Let's do it. Okay. We got a bunch of Instagram questions. We're going to answer them for you guys. I got the new Ceremony record over there. There's the Rubik's Cube. No, no shit. Yeah, check that out. All right, um, we'll hit these quick. Chromex versus Leeway. As in a matter of choice, yeah, I'll go Leeway. Chromex. Although like Leeway a lot. We listened to for a different project. We listened to Best Wishes the other day. That's really good. <laughs> I think. I, look, let me commit this cardinal sin. Yeah. I think I like it better. I think you need to listen to Age of Coral all the way through Damn, now. Maybe. It's been long I enough. Think I, I like think. It. I don't know. It's a hard record. It's a very hard record. Age of Coral is a hard record, but not the way you're saying. Yeah. Well, Age of Coral has, a, like I always say, Age of Coral has a lot of bad brains in it, and I don't consider bad brains hard. Mm. Best wishes just sounds hard. That's the metal parlance. That's the break. So, do you think the breakdowns for bad brains are not hard? No. Don't think they're. Uh yeah, there's some stompier parts. I could see why why you could say the bad rains aren't hard. Okay. Who's your favorite artist on the upcoming Gulch tour? Gulch, Hands of God, or Drain? I haven't given Hands of God a, a shot. Fair yet. shot. Yeah. So Gulch or Drain? Uh so Gulch is probably more my thing, but I Drain really win, Drain wins me over. Yeah. Uh I, I guess of those three, I might I'd rather watch I'd rather Watch Gulch, but I'd rather listen to Drain recorded. Top record so far this year. Biggest surprise record this year that you really liked, love. Let's save that one. Halloween season is on the horizon. What are your favorite horror movies? Uh, if the thing, it, some people would say that's sci-fi and not hard. I, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's tough. That's a favorite. Um, what, Deep Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea, another, another favorite. Uh, straight horror horror like there's smart horror now you know what i yeah. mean smart horror there, there's a lot of good i, I mean my mom tried watching an example uh-huh. of not smart horror my mom uh so my brother had the kid right mm-hmm. and, oh yeah and the kid happened super late uh uh california time yes 
so my mother stayed up all night because it was a very difficult birth. Did you know babies can shit inside you? Yep. Not a good luck, dude. It's disgusting. So you've never witnessed a birth, right? But I thought when... No, I don't want to see a birth. But I thought when you birthed, sometimes the woman shits. But it's dangerous, apparently, when the baby shits inside, inside you. you. Yes, because it's a whole thing, yeah. And now... It's my, one of the reasons that once the once the birth process starts, they want to get it moved. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so my brother, my brother's girl had all sorts of problems, and Ugh. it was a real stressful night. Bless up to her. Yeah, real stressful night, and uh, so my mom didn't sleep. Yeah. So the next day, baby comes, baby's healthy, everybody's, everybody's happy, good, everybody's, everybody's good. good right? yeah. I wake up, I'm like, yo, let me share a very morbid thing that's in me. Several morbid moments today with Patrick. You know how you're not supposed to share that you're pregnant? Yep, for a certain amount of time. A certain amount yep. of time mm-hmm. because so many people do tend Lose to miscarry yes, and correct. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I don't, I honestly don't want to talk about a baby or right. engage about until, pregnancy yep. until the baby's in front of me. Yep. You know what I mean? Because yep. my family's had a lot of miscarriages and shit and I don't... I, it's, Emotionally, one of the hardest oh things. I, I don't think... I, I, I give a lot... I want to put my heart out to everybody who's had to deal with that. Yeah, for I real. Have, I have had to deal with that and it's not great. Oh, so it's like, to me, it's a... Yeah, it's a, so I'm delicate with, with that and I... So I woke up and you almost don't want to ask a question. You know what I mean? What no, if, no, no. It's like, I don't know what the fuck happened. What if something bad happened? So... Mm-hmm. um. But my mother was spent. And after the f- first half of the day where she is celebrating. Excited, baby, happy, yeah, everyone's healthy. She laid yeah. on the couch like a dead woman. And uh, I've never seen her nap in my entire life. So yeah. that, that wasn't about to happen. No. But she just wanted to put on something. I've never seen her so inert. She just like yeah. arms on the side of the couch. like, looked like <laughs> it, it looked like a murder. And she put on insidious Really? And not a relaxing one. Well, she doesn't nothing scares her. Literally, literally her. nothing scares her. And uh she's giggling through it because she's apparently it's quite stupid, you know what I mean? But <laughs> but but it got me thinking. I said, Oh yeah, I never seen it, but it's uh it's apparently like the renaissance of jump scares. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what it's all about. Now you're not getting my mom to jump for shit, but like it, it was she was watching it with a giggle because whenever something, <laughs> whenever something like that yeah. happens, it's yeah. like you know she's laughing her ass off. But uh, it got me thinking about how different I am because you can get me jump scare. If a raccoon jumps out of the bushes, you should see me. I actually fly. Yeah, like, 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 like yeah, I go Michael to the Jordan other movie. side of the street, okay. like in one jump, like, a, like it's an old Nintendo game. Uh the, the Nightmare on Elm Street series for the first four movies has fun moments to me. Horror movies, okay. Uh, what band is the Frank Miller of hardcore? So it's got to be gritty. Got to be gritty. Depending on... It's got to be dark. But not all the way dark. Mm. Uh, you know what? To me, it has to be... It has to be... It has to be high... Co- it has to be contrast. I'm trying to think because there's other people that put a lot into Frank Miller's work that more than me and more than you for sure might not be there um, I'm putting regional justice center or something like it's pretty good no comment something like no like, comment would be good um, let's see one of the infest songs that gets kind of sludgy um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that yeah that could be intensity but then also kind of gets grindy and it's also got to be street a little bit but not not right. goonish thuggish shit you yeah know that's I mean? true all right there's a in that respect answer. maybe leeway 
Oh, okay. Because when I think of leeway, I think of something that is street but not tough. I try to get the best of me. You don't know that. Yeah. All right. Mark of the Squealer is the go. Frank Miller song of hardcore. There we go. Okay. Are the batting at the badging cages? Do you go for baseball or softballs? How fast are you taking picture, pitches? I've never been in a batting cage. Same. Can we go today. I've I've been thinking about lately doing things by my so by yourself. Yeah. I got a problem, man. Okay. I like being by myself. And it's to the point that it's not healthy because, like, I'm not. Is that why you had on your notepad written down friends? Yeah, exactly. Like, I well, figured it was. Like, I wasn't gonna fucking ask you privately. No, I gotta call because like, I gotta call people. Like, right. I'm like, oh, I never call anybody. Yeah, you, you know should. what I mean. I wait for people to call me. Yeah, it's and not good. You gotta no, do the other. The no. other's better. So I was watching all those videos of the ladies living in the in the vans. Mm-hmm. Yo, they seem happy. Yeah. But profoundly alone. Now, are they lo- are they lonely? Lonely and alone I don't know. are different things. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I know. But like being alone a whole lot, I think. Now, I like it. I really do. I do too. Yeah. Like people will offer me rides, and I'll be like, "No, I got my headphones." Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Like I that's know. where I'm I at. Know. But I like, know. I I see people <laughs> who are very alone. What is the most social time of your life? Oh, definitely when I'm on tour, I got to interact with. Oh all yeah, sorts yeah. Of no, no, no. But like the uh, a singular time, like was there a time and uh, exclude tour because you're right, that's an alien experience. You mean like an era in my life? A time, yes. Oh, I was pretty chatty in high school. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I always got that vibe, right? Yeah, I'm a pretty chatty guy. And you had a bunch of pals. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. And when you're post high school or post, but post high school, I, is but I lived with friends for years uh, yeah. and years. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So, I. People, uh, but like that big amorphous active social circle. I've had that at many different times, but I do enjoy alone time. Oh, love alone. But I'm working on it. At any rate, what the yeah, fuck we're we talking right. about? I, I just, was, I, uh, I just was, put uh, on everybody that uh, I'm batting uh, cages. Yeah, oh, so we have. It. But I think about doing shit like I was like, oh, I'll go to Guptals and skate around, and I was only like, only open Fridays and Saturdays now for free skate. Somebody's gonna call the fucking cops if I'm in Guptals by myself. I was gonna bring Easton up there when okay. we're in Connecticut. If we go, I'll hit you up. We can go to please. the Colony Town Pool afterwards. Okay, nice yeah, please, time. please. All right. Um, why is hardcore so great to you? And that's what we'll close on. Mm. So this is, uh, I think we've probably talked about this early in our, uh, in, in our podcasting careers. Uh, hardcore is super fascinating to me personally because it is very limited and stupid. <laughs> and, and, and I really, as a creative person, I don't begrudge anybody who's walked away from hardcore because it was such a fucking cage socially musically etc there's yeah. no room for for any divergent like divergent opinions in here we only get them every few years you know what i mean we only get them every few years and musically the stuff that is most creative it still has to be to within the frame. a frame right now the fact that that is all the case and I still enjoy it so much is very intra- perplexing and interesting to me. Does it? I've asked the question and we won't, I don't give an answer because we'll talk about it at a different time. Are there enough smart people involved in hardcore? Not remotely. Right. So um, why is hardcore so great to me? Uh, the embrace of and lack of a barrier of entry at most points essentially your barrier of entry is do you like this dumb caveman music 
can you can you like this dumb caveman music? Mm. Can you like this simple music? And all the things you said are not wrong. I might not fully agree with all of them, but they're not wrong. Because it's like, yeah, hardcore has certain limitations. We talk about it. It gets broader over time. Yeah. These definitions do get stretched. But for the most part, for something that's so simple, it's still so foreign to what most people can enjoy. Still so foreign yeah, that might be true. on a simple level. But there's a, a very thin, very finite barrier of entry and a focus on the idea that anyone can be creative and anyone can be expressive and that that not just anyone can be, but that you should. That's what I like about hardcore. It's also what I hate about it. It is what I love about it, but yeah, it's also yeah, what I, I hate about it. I know, but that's but that's because you'd be a hating ass person. No, on when you hear you something know. that you've been in the same situation where you've heard something so low effort that you go, this I should know. not, you shouldn't express yourself. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, in no way. Go take a cooking class because you suck at this. Yeah. Bake cookies. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Okay.